Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 134 in Edmonton still to come in the next 26 minutes of Oilers Now. We'll hear from the red-hot Ty Ratty. Also, Oilers head coach Tom McClellan with a comment. And uh, the newest member of the athletics team, uh, they've now got a full-time dedicated uh, writer in Edmonton that'll be covering the squad. He's been out at practice virtually every day. Daniel Nugent-Bowman in 29 seconds time. Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu locations, visit royalpizza.ca and download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza, which is Edmonton-owned and operated, the Mediterranean chicken. Without further ado, pleased to be joined by Daniel Nugent-Bowman. This is going to be confusing. We have a Nugent-Hopkins, and now Edmonton has a Nugent-Bowman as well. We also have a Connor McDavid on the Edmonton Oilers and the other Connor, Connor McDonald on the Edmonton Oil Kings, who tonight play the uh, Medicine Hat uh, Tigers. Daniel, how you doing? Not bad. Uh, I try to make this as uh, non-confusing as I possibly can, but uh, I'll tell you what, that pizza recommendation sounded pretty good. I haven't had my lunch yet, so uh, I'll have to get it's, it's old school. It's old school big boy pizza, okay? So it's not a lot thin crust, you know, whatever, the you know, the millennials eat. It's hearty. It, it's, it's hearty. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a meal. There's no question about it. Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, you know, maybe just, first of all, uh, educate our listeners a bit on, on uh, you know, your opportunity opportunity to uh, jump aboard uh, and uh, you know I think that people listen to this show we've had James Myrtle on multiple times um, several of the guys that I've met over the last uh, 10 plus years uh, doing the full-time NHL gig on the traveling with the orders including you know Mike Russo out of Minneapolis and uh, Jeremy Rutherford in St. Louis and a literal cast of thousands that have joined the athletic team but uh, good opportunity for you you here in Edmonton isn't it Daniel? Absolutely, and uh, yeah, it's nice to be back in the West again. I, uh, for those listeners that, that don't know me and, and don't know my my you know come my career, my backstory, but I uh, had the opportunity to work in, in Saskatoon for for four years uh, from 2011 to 2015, and covered uh, a lot of junior hockey there. And uh, of course, that was the time that, that uh, Liam Dreisaitl for a couple of years was right up the road in, in Prince Albert, so I had a chance to see him quite a bit. And uh, yeah, this is a really great opportunity to come out west and, and, and uh, be with a you know be around an NHL team again, or uh, for the first time I should say. But you know, I won't be going on the road a ton. I'll be be going at the odd time, and uh, my job is mostly to write uh, to write you know features and, and try to tell you know different stories in, in uh, longer form. Uh, 
ideas as I as I possibly can, and uh, kind of provide maybe a little bit different uh, coverage. And and I, yeah, I won't be writing it as much as you know some of the other uh, print guys, but uh, hopefully just do do a little bit different job and provide uh, some different coverage for for people that are interested in the Oilers. All right. Well, uh, I mean, this market, I I believe this is the best hockey market in the world. Uh, you know, I I'm not gonna. The, the numbers of the show, uh, the podcast numbers of the show, uh, you know, I, I know where they they matter. They're very competitive. Uh, people, I, I say they love the team. Just sometimes they love to hate the team too. But that comes with the territory, right? But they're passionate yeah. about it. There, there's not apathy in this market. It's it's genuine care at all times. And the, if you look at the the genesis of the Oilers blogosphere, it is unmatched across the country. You know, and it it has spawned. I mean, I look at a guy like Tyler Dello uh, from an analytics perspective, and I know Jonathan Willis does some work with you guys as well. But there's there's you know, in the case of Tyler, I mean, he literally grew out of that culture into uh, you know window where he was employed by the Oilers for a couple of years. And, and, and analytics, and that's 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 an illustration of the type of passion, Daniel, that's out there for this hockey team. Oh yeah, and I and I felt that even in, in Saskatchewan, Saskatoon, you know, province over, uh, you know, Edmonton would regularly get a you know preseason game there. Uh, that I actually was able to uh, watch Ryan Nugent Hopkins for the for the first time, uh, his first NHL game per se as a you know preseason uh, game back in 2011. So. Um, yeah, but I mean, even even like I said, one province over, you could you could feel uh, the interest and uh, anger at some at that times with how things are going, but uh, ultimately a pretty big passion for for uh, for the Oilers. So when you when you move over to the to Alberta, the province obviously they're actually in. I I imagine it's uh, it's uh, all that more apparent. So uh, you know, I think there's a good opportunity for me here, and I'm you know hoping that uh, people kind of. Uh, like what I'm putting down, and, and uh, I hope it, I hope it all works out here. How long were you in Toronto for? Uh, well, that's where I was born and raised. Well, just outside of. Uh, we won't hold that. We won't hold yeah, that against I, you. Yeah, I know. It's actually funny. I was talking with uh, David Amber last night. He, he told me not to tell anyone that, but I think that's <laughs> out of the bag. Uh, but no, I, I grew up in, in just outside of Toronto. Spent uh, my uh, whole life up until going away to school in Ottawa, and then my first job. Uh, out of journalism school full-time was actually in Fort McMurray, so I worked for the Fort McMurray today for a few months, then went back to Ottawa, went to Saskatoon, and then I, I went, I've been in Toronto uh, up until last month for the past uh, for the past three years, uh, working for the Hockey News as a freelancer for Yahoo, uh, Canada Sports as a freelancer, and then ultimately with, with Sportsnet, where I was uh, an editor and a feature writer there. So uh, so that's kind of uh, my backstory and, and how this all kind of came to be. Hey, there's been some good guys out of Fort McMurray. I know Dustin Nielsen was up there for a while, and uh, there's several other local personalities that spent some time sort of percolating, to paraphrase uh, the term used to describe the Detroit Red Wings. All right, let's get to other specific questions. Uh, All righty. what what for you is you know in order for the Oilers to I don't know if they can get back to being a 103 point team, but getting back to being a playoff team, give me two or three things that have to happen this year. Well, I think uh, Cam Talbot, for one, I mean, that goes without saying with any team with the goaltending being as, being as important as, as it is, uh, he'll have to kind of get back to that level that he was at a couple of years ago uh, when he was, uh, you know, in the, in the conversation for the best trophy, uh, whereas last year, you know, save percentage was, was obviously quite a bit lower, just above the 900 uh, threshold there. So that's a big key. It'll be interesting to see um, 
uh, Tom McClellan said today uh, that uh, Talbot won't dress tomorrow and then the other two goaltenders in Koskinen and uh, Montoya uh, will dress and he'll have to decide what he wants to do for, for that regard. But it'll be very interesting to see what they, what happens in the backup role because it would probably be nice to, to give Talbot a little bit more of a rest. So uh, obviously uh, another story is prominently the, the right wings are, are performing. Uh, that was seen as an area, obviously, of weakness. Uh, and uh, so far, it, it, it's hard to read too much into, into preseason, but when Ty Rowdy and Jesse Pugliarvi are playing as well as they are, and even Tyler Yamamoto, uh, potentially it could be uh, more of an area of strength. Um, I, I think those are the two big ones. And then, of course, uh, when you have Connor McDavid on your team, uh, that that kind of holds a lot of water. You know, 100-point player the last two years uh, at 21. I think you're just kind of seeing him scratch the surface of what he can be in this league. Certainly hasn't reached his, his pinnacle yet, and, and that's a pretty scary sight when you're uh, 21 years old, already have two scoring championships under your belt, and uh, the, the sky's kind of the limit for him. So if he can if he can reach that next level, I don't know what the heck that could possibly be, but if he can get to even another level that's... Uh, that uh, could make the others pretty scary in that regard. If he's bigger, stronger, and faster than he was last year, uh, you know, and that's, I mean, Ian Herbers, who had him out with the uh, sort of the informal skates in early September, said, look, he's he's a man now, and he's he's got another gear. It's hard to believe. Um, mm-hmm. Realistically, what do you think he could do point-wise if the power play is decent? I mean, so he had 108 points last year, uh, uh, Jason Dreger was saying uh, that he had 51 even strength points in the second yep. half of the year, which is which is unbelievable. Uh, power play, as you said, is not not very good. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, 108 points in this day and age is incredible. But uh, you know, some people are, are pegging him for that that 120 mark. Yeah, uh, you know, if, if I, 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 I had him at one. You know, I had him at 118. That's yeah. one, and that was a month ago. I figured he could get to 118. So. With the chemistry that he's developing, obviously with uh, Brian Nugent Hopkins and, and Ty Roddy, uh, you know it, it's possible. I mean, I, I think he can play. He's the type of player that can really play with anyone. He makes anyone, uh, you know, such a you know key contributor and uh, you know elevates anyone's game. So I don't know uh, what you can necessarily read into that per se, but uh, you know, just the, the ability that he has. Obviously, the, like you said, the power play can't be worse than it was last year. Uh, you're, you're looking at, you know, in that in that range. You know, he said 118, 120 in there. I, I think that's that's possible even in the way that the game is played today. Daniel, just to wrap up, uh, you mentioned you were in uh, Saskatoon and uh, they hosted the Memorial Cup while you were there. Mm-hmm. And and then they <laughs> went in a full blown rebuild in which they had an ownership change. The Priestner Group owns that team now. Colin Priestner's now their uh, you know their, their president and general manager. They have a player. He's a Fort Saskatchewan product. Kirby Dock. He's the yeah. CHL Player of the Week. He had seven points last week in a couple games, uh, five point performance against Swift Current, who are shadow of their former self after selling out or going for it last year. Um, it's been a long time since the Blades have had a, a top-end player of that ilk. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And they got to make some headway there, too, don't they? Because they've been out of the playoffs for a while. Yeah, they've been out since they hosted the Memorial Cup, obviously, in 2015. So there's been some, some lean years and with them selling off, uh, obviously, for the, the right to... In, you know, hosting that tournament and then previously in acquiring Great Shen where they gave up a boatload. Uh, they haven't had a lot uh, there. Um, you're right, yeah, I, I think it's, 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 that division has kind of uh, flipped on its head and, and the Blades should make the playoffs this year and Doc, who I think would be a key 
uh, reason why, uh, obviously, reigning uh, CHL Player of the Week, tremendous start to the season. Um, I've had a couple people tell me they were, you know, there's a Ryan Getz laugh comparison. Read uh, it what you will, but um, uh, he's clearly, you know, a, a top uh, draft uh, choice for for the, uh, the upcoming draft next June, and uh, just a, a player that's a, you know very strong skates and, and, and very offensively sound. I haven't had a chance to see him live yet. I'm hoping to get to the game, but the boys are here, I believe, next week, next Wednesday. Um, but he looked very strong uh, at the. Uh, at the uh, under-18 tournament yeah. that was here in Edmonton uh, last month, or uh, yeah, I guess it was last month. I'll tell you so, who uh, he. I'll yeah. tell you who he reminds me of. He reminds Go me ahead. of a more skilled Charlie Coyle, and Charlie Coyle's got some skill. I mean, Charlie Coyle was a late first-round draft pick. Uh, Doc's going to go in the. I'd be stunned if he's not in the top ten. But he's yeah. got a little because I'm, you know, I'm not sure if Coyle's a center or a right wing. I'm not sure if Doc's going to ultimately be a center or a right wing. If if the Blades were smart and they wanted to drive valuation in the player for the draft, uh, they'd play him at center as much as they could. But he's he's got some of the smoothness in terms of how he can handle a puck, and he's got a long reach. And uh, I'm not, I don't think he's an elite finisher. Uh, but he is a playmaker, and I think Charlie Coyle actually has underperformed the, the, the last year and, and probably should be a lot better player than he is at the NHL level. So I'm going to be intrigued to see if uh, you know where, where Kirby ends up going in the draft and what type of year the Blades have. Hey, Daniel, thanks for joining us, and we will uh, do this. Uh, we'll, tr- we'll try to get you on maybe once every six weeks or so. Does that sound cool? That sounds great. I appreciate it, Bob. It's a pleasure talking to you. All right, that's Daniel Nugent-Bowman. He is with The Athletic. And there's a uh, continue to grow and develop their product and uh, now have themselves a dedicated full-time writer. Uh, that's And you heard him. It's going to be mostly feature stuff. And I know they've got uh, John Willis writing for them, uh, Al Mitchell Lowtide, who does a show on the other station, nice fellow. Uh, he's writing for them as well. Uh, Eric Duhatchik is sort of their main Western Canadian guy, and he's uh, a high-caliber uh, writer with extensive contacts around the league as well. One. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 47 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout. Ty Ratty coming up on Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It's 151 in Edmonton. You can text us at 630-630. This text from our old friend, The Fizzler. I don't think you can really say you're going interactive if you only read one text after saying Westlock Ford text line 
78 times. I know you've got to pay the bills, Bob, but be reasonable. That comes to us from the Fizzler. For the record, Fizzler, it was six references to the Westlock Ford text line. You made it uh, eight. You can text us at 630-630. Bob, you personally use the Royal Pizza app. Well, I got a hotline right into Royal Pizza, so technically I don't use the app, but there is an app for it, yes. Uh, okay. Bob Bouchard looks like an NHL-ready defenseman. Let's not forget he had 87 points last season with the London Knights. Ellis was the last D-man to put up those type of points in the OHL. People are being way too hard on him. He's smart. I'm looking forward to seeing him play when the season smarts uh, starts. I think, you know what? I... Uh, I'm here to tell you I'm a big believer in Bouchard's. Early February last year, oh, man, if we could get Bouchard at five or six. Well, you got him at ten. So it is what it is. To this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company, who remind you that booking with a travel agent will provide you peace of mind wherever you travel. On this day, 1995, Oilers defenseman Brian Marchment suspended for five games by the NHL for a kneeing incident against uh, Winnipeg's Jason Simon in an exhibition game. Jason Simon was a uh, tough dude. He could look after himself. Uh, I was working that game with Craig Simpson. I was doing stats. Dennis Bayak was doing the play-by-play. Seriously, you can look it up. Let's go to this. He's the hottest guy in the NHL. He leads the NHL in goals and in points in the preseason. 7-3-10. and 10. Here's Ty Ratty. Ty, it's been a, uh, what can you say? It's been a, it's just preseason, but can you ask for anything better at this stage of the game right now? Uh, yeah, you, you said it, it's just preseason, but uh, it, it helps the conference, and, and uh, uh, the wins do matter in this room, and, and, and we want to get off to the right start, and, and uh, it's, it's been a good start. I know you've alluded to it, just the opportunity to play with uh, Ryan and Connor, but when you watch it, it appears like they have real confidence in you as well, uh, of a player, and that's an Thing, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I think obviously you want your linemates to want you there and, and uh, uh, you want to feel wanted and, and I, I just want to contribute and, and help out and, and not drag those two down because they're very good players. So, uh, Like I keep saying, it's just preseason, but so far it's been good. Can you speak to maybe how you don't have to support Connor and Ryan the way you might have to support other guys just because they're natural God-given gifts as players? Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't make sense. I think Connor and, and Nuge can beat guys by themselves, so when they beat guys, it doesn't make sense for me to stand right beside them and get open, get to open space, and and they'll find you. So uh, it's been working, and, and hopefully it keeps going. Talking about the way confidence works for offensive players. Now, if you go too long without feeling it, it can seem like it's so far away, but when, you, when it's going, it's going. Yeah, uh, people don't realize how big confidence is in this game. I think uh, uh, you go a while without scoring, it, it, it does, it does. You feel it, obviously. Um, uh, I keep saying it, it's, it's just exhibition, and, and it, you know, these, these, it doesn't count, but uh, it feels good. Uh, it feels good to contribute, and it feels good to win games. I know the regular season players would look at their numbers, or I would assume. I mean, it, it, you said we always have to preface preseason, but I mean, even yourself, the numbers you're putting up over these first few games, I mean, what has it done for you? Um, and, and maybe it's not a surprise to some extent because you have had offensive you know, success in the past. Yeah, it's nice. I think uh, obviously you've got to be realistic and say this isn't going to happen all year long. You'd love for it to happen, but uh, uh, things have just been going right. Uh, we've been playing well, and puck's been going in the net. And, and uh, it's at a good time because I'm trying to prove myself. I'm trying to prove to the coaches and everyone that I can play here for a full 82-game schedule. So, um, like I said, it's going well.
well. Uh, you got to stay grounded because I know this isn't going to last forever, and uh, just ride it while while it's uh, while it's here. Can you speak to your history with Ryan Nugent Hopkins in particular, dated all the way back to some of the rep teams that you might have played with him? You know, at 17, that sort of thing. I mean, you guys were one, two in the WHL Bantam draft, and and, and has that maybe helped in, in the belief system because he knows you from as far back as you know when you guys were kids? For sure, I think I first met Ryan when we were 12. Uh, Bantam Westerns we played against each other and uh, then we got drafted there together and we've kind of just been together throughout our junior careers and uh, a good buddy of mine he's, he's awesome to have such a smart hockey player he helps me out uh, whether it's video on, on the ice or practices so uh, it, it is a big help to have a, a familiar face but uh, Dave was the same way he's obviously you want to listen to anything he says and, and he's a great leader both of them are all right, that is the Red Hot Tie Rowdy. The Oilers in action tomorrow at Rogers Place against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, guests on tomorrow's show, Louis DeBrusque, and our debut with Brian Burke. Tonight on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Reed will have an interview with Milan Lucic, and he'll have the nature boy, Rick Flair. Probably the greatest wrestler of all time, professional wrestler of all time. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Have a terrific Wednesday, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.